Okay, good evening. So, we were talking about last night the, um, the Yom Kippur War, but we, we got into how, in general, uh, a Jew should be living. That is, that to, to constantly be aware of Hashem, to constantly recognize and be cognizant of the truth. That is, that every big and small thing, we need Rachami, Hashem's mercy, and everything is decided by Hashem. And then we we're talking about the difference between Bitochon, where there is an actual promise that if you keep Shemitah, you will not lose out. If, you, if you're Ola Laregal, the Torah tells us if you're living, if, you know, I, I, I just learned the story with my, you know, if you learn uh, Shmuel Bays, so you may, you may see that on my book, as I mentioned last night, that the little measure says with Shlomo, the big Goliath and little David, but the book actually, the Sefer actually starts with the story of the birth of Shmuel. And uh, how Chana uh, would, would pray to before that, how Alkana took uh, different routes every year in order to uh, to convince and inspire the Jewish people to be Oil Laregal, to do the pilgrimage up to Shiloh at the time, because the Mishkan was in Shiloh, Shiloh for 369 years, um, something that Jews were not doing. Well, um, the Torah says that all the Jews, every Jew, all, no army, no soldiers, uh, no one should be on the border. Uh, everyone should go up to Yerushalayim uh, when the base of English was there, or the Mishka, whether it was in Gilgal, or, or, or Nov, or, 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 or Shiloh, wherever it may have been, and be Olaregal. Well, that's a pretty big promise. The Torah says, go up, and you don't have to worry about your borders. So people would say, oh, because the borders? We need a strong army over there. We need tanks and planes, and people, no, don't, no. And you know what? Torah says, nothing to worry about. If you do the mitzvah, nothing to worry about. Shemitah, nothing to worry about. Having Shemitah today is not Minat Torah, it's not biblical, so you don't necessarily have that promise. But in the time of, uh, of uh, when we were in Eretz Yisrael, the time of Beis Hamikdash, it was biblical, and that promise was certainly valid. You will not lose out by keeping Shemitah. Those are all bitachon parts, like keeping Shabbos, giving Meiser Tvuas, giving a tenth of your grain, You'll become wealthy from doing that. All of those are promises. But Chisayan, right? Chisayan, which is connected to Kivoyal, albeit there's some small, slight differences, but Lachasais, to put our, our, our faith in Hashem, is when there's no promise. Right? You walk on the street, there's no promise. No? Yeah. And somebody can mug you, cars can hit you, bees out there get stung. Uh, you know, there's all the kind of homeless people, you know, all kinds of stuff out there, you know. Now, you know, there, there are people who can do whatever to you. Um, you could even be going to uh, do something in theory nice. You know, obviously, if, it, if you're going for Shulchem Etzvah and Izaken, but there's, there, there are things of, uh, of Shechir Chazeka where it's common dangers. So, you need to have Chisai. you got to walk in the street. How do you know nothing's going to happen to you? Go to work. How do you know nothing's going to happen to you? You know, you, know you, you have a great job, and people... Who says that your boss will remain, remain, remain your boss? New manager, new realities. Somebody was talking to me about, um, they're involved in this sort of business and they're connected to commercial real estate. And they're not commercial real estate, but they're businesses. And commercial real estate's dead right now. I mean, not only can't you collect uh, rent from tenants, but you're definitely not getting a new tenant, almost definitely. And a lot of these tenants are now realizing that people can work remotely. They need less square footage. So they're, they're really doing poorly. So 
things are going well, who said it's going to continue to go well? No, there's no guarantees in anything. Like so a person needs to have chisayin. They have to be able to put the bitachon by Hashem and feel Hashem. And that's actually um, a merit for the person, eternal merit. It makes them closer to Hashem, closer to Hashem's bracha. And as I mentioned yesterday, you know, and I use a personal example, we don't always know where the best is. There are times where there'll be a firm no or it's not for your benefit, or either some things you can see in this role I picked on myself, and I used the example of marriage, uh, that I actually got married uh, the first possible time that I could have, even though I would have liked to have not dated. Uh, I, you know, I, I had to psych myself up to date because I wanted to learn, I wanted to do other things. And now, once I dated, of course, I tried, this is for all of us in life, we always make the best of our situations. Um, I do things now with all the time with my kids I would not choose to do, um, but once I'm doing it, I'll, I'll try to enjoy it. <laughs> One of the worst, p- most painful things I ever did uh, was I went to Disneyland with my daughter Sima. Had at least went to go to museums for her eighth grade graduation. Sima, Disneyland. I was, I was. Um, too, first of all, I'm too old for Disneyland. Second of all, it was um, scorching, and I, I, I don't need to go on Space Mountain. Uh, but I did it, and once I was there, I tried to enjoy it. Um, actually, it gave me the idea to write an article about tattoos because I never saw so much tattoos in my life. Uh, but I, I, I try, try to enjoy it. So we always try to enjoy things to make the best of it. But we very often we look for something else. And Chisayin tells us that even if it's a no, we have faith that it was a no for a good reason. And faith could a good reason. For whatever reason. You know, we don't know always what, why things happen. I, you know, but there's the Chisayin says we can have faith in Hashem. That Hashem wants to do good for us. And Sometimes we may not get understand those enough. Sometimes there's more metaphysical reasons having to do with our futures, with our children, with the Mashiach coming. Um, there, there could be other reasons uh, as well, but there's always a reason. It's always and it's always with justice and kindness and rachamim, and that allows a Jew to have chisay. And as I mentioned last night before we go back, um, that I believe that the world that we're living in today, and I, and I, and I Honestly, when I started this this, this talk and share a little bit more than two months ago, uh, when COVID first uh, shook the world and shook us and changed our realities, um, you know, I, I mentioned that with <laughs> with all of this, uh, it was not only a bitachon would be uh, a calming, give us tranquility, but it's also it's a tremendous opportunity to come close to Hashem and the stark, the strong reality of our matzah, our situation is except for the foreseeable future, there will be no guarantees. I don't think I, nothing, I mean, it's very little guaranteed right now, not, not in the economy, not in personal health, not in the stability of this country or the world. There's a lot of people going to be forced. Now, it's always the case that you have to totally rely on Hashem, but we can fool ourselves. And now, it, really, the, the, that mask, at certain level, of comfortability and tranquility um, is off. And re- for people to be able to make business decisions, family decisions, personal decisions, to live life, uh, to enjoy life. I, you know, I, I literally, um, I had a conversation this afternoon with a person going through real uh, real, real tests in life and real challenges. And, and I said to them, they said to me they had uh, this experience for many years. And I said, you know, they're, 
they're about approximately the age my grandparents were when they survived the Holocaust and started their lives over. And I, and I, I said what I've said before that your life is ahead of you. My, my grandparents, I, I have tremendous akaras atov, tremendous gratitude that I, I live the life that I live because they chose to live. And I, I, I often think uh, about my grandmothers in particular. One of my grandmothers is the Shabbos, um, who, who, whose name was Ruda Rus and who passed away the same day she heard Megillus Rus that night. Um, and my other grandmother, who Mamish passed away at 100... Like, uh, 3? 103? Uh, um, who, who lost her first husband, her parents, siblings, grandparents, cousins, all murdered. Um, her, who was my, my half-aunt, who, who had a child in 1942 in Poland, had to give the child up, had to then try to get it back from... It was given from person to person, from an anti-Semite who called my grandmother a witch in the courts of Poland who were anti-Semitic after the Holocaust, uh, who then had to be in DP camps for four years, come to America not knowing a word of English, uh, and start her life over again. Uh, you know, you should say thank God for every day. And I told this person, like, you, you have a life ahead of you. You need to have, be able to enjoy life. And, and, and I think I was, I think about that during Corona, like, thank God for every day. Like, there's, you know, it's, it's very challenging now for many, 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 many people. Uh, if you have kids home, and I'm, I say the kids because I know a lot of people who have kids in school or kids home, they can't see friends, they can't have play dates. I've heard the complaints around, and I'm experiencing it myself. It's very challenging. Um, especially, I mean, not here, but people in New York or apartments. The, I mean, actually, people here too, as well, I should say that, here as well. Uh, it's really challenging a party. You can't really go most places. Uh, it's easy up a little bit, but now the, the other people can't see their grandchildren. Can't, they're uncomfortable going out, uncomfortable seeing people, uh, close loved ones, scared to go to the routine. Some people w- would go to kosher gyms or exercising and not able to do that now or go swimming, and they can't go swimming, now. whatever it is, there's, there's a lot of uh, restrictions, and every day is really a gift, and the only way a person today, certainly, it could could truly be freilich, truly be happy, uh, is be talking, and in our case, chisayan, seeing Hashem, and feeling the love of Hashem, and then really for the foreseeable future, that is our avayda, that's going to be our service of Hashem, to be able to, to live life, and that's going to be for everyone, after making responsible, intelligent decisions, which we're obligated to do, we can't just say, jump off a bridge and say, God save me, not physically, not spiritually, not uh, health-wise, and not, and not uh, financially. So we're obligated to do our utmost to make wise, intelligent, rational decisions, which make sense. Uh, we're going to need chisayim. That's, that's what it left off. So now he's going to connect a little back more to the war. Yeshua's Hashem. The, the, now, this actually, I, and I realized that by, by now they had been winning, they started to win the war. Uh, first they survived. <laughs> they survived uh, literally annihilation. Uh, uh, and then they started to win, you know. Now, of course, everyone likes to point out there were some miraculous things that happened. Kissinger sending weapons, which was like... Uh, Nixon was drunk the whole war. It's just the, yeah, they, they have the, the, the minutes now were released a few years ago. Of Nick, you know, the Watergate was going on. I mean, there's a million things. There's all kinds of, you know, Russia wanted to get involved. I mean, all kinds of miracles. In that case, uh, beyond the first day or two miracles that a few people fought, masses of people, Arnold Sharon was a pistol of He was always a crazy man. 
Um, and he had this great move, he went, he's, and he ended up circling the third Egyptian army. Um, but it's all Hashem. And, the, and the, but this war is Ba'if and Shayna because there's so many things that could have and should have went wrong and didn't. Uh, uh, he, says, he says it flat out. He's the only way we stood up to our enemies. Not like the 67 war where we're rejoicing, they're strutting, they're dancing, they're blowing, you know. The only way we survived is Azara Hamiuchedes was only because of the specific assistance of the United States, of Shalat Sabris. Benashek with weapons and supplies, right? They, would, they ran out of weapons. Israel um, uh, had, had, run out of, uh, had run out of weapons. Gamsim Hakrovas Venitzchanes Nikpaleno and even how the war would end, it were, we're being forced to end, it's not over yet at this point, but the, the, what was going to, to force the end of the war was not Israel's decision, was not the surrender of Egypt and Syria. It was the United States and Russia, for geopolitical considerations, ended the war. They said end the war. So it wasn't we didn't decide that the war. Actually, as the war, as right when, when Israel was, you know, very victorious. I mean, when they, when they broke through the Syrian lines, they're forty kilometers from Damascus. When the Egyptian third army is surrounded and has no way out, they're surrounded on all three sides, and the other side is the Mediterranean Ocean. Um, America and Russia forced the war to end. Like we were literally like. We're like a pawn. They're deciding how this war is going to end. And we're pawns based on their decisions. So they're, they're going to, I don't know who the Russian foreign minister at the time, you know, but whatever those two players would have been, Kissinger, who, you, know, you know, whoever else it was, that's who decided. I don't know. Shows really the, our own lack of strength the Afsasiyakaltana, that really it's not up it's not up to us. I mean, you know, as powerful as we view ourselves, everything is is is, is not up to us. Not just, just an illustration to realign us, which is a gift, you know. I I, I hope um, we we all uh, should have tremendous karasatayv gratitude to all of the uh, people who fight and the soldiers um, and I know my own third cousin uh, was murdered by Hezbollah. Uh, who was rather close to my family because it was a relatively a small family. And um, it's supposed to be my wife's family, which is massive. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, these soldiers, those who fight, have a tremendous mitzvah, and so if they, they, they lose their lives, there's tremendous eternal merit for them. We, have to have tr- we need to have gratitude to them, and the Israeli army should and must uh, do everything they need on an intelligent Thing, but it's not us, right? It's 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 completely, totally beyond Hashem, um, and you know, for us or you know the army or us or anyone to believe that we are we don't need God. We have F-15s or F-16s or six stealth bombers or Merkava tanks or the best cybersecurity in the world or Mossad or or we, you know you know if we're drunk with our own strength. Not only is it dangerous that it could we can lose divine, but it's sad because it's fake, it's false, it's sheker, it's you know I I I I um 
I don't know if I gave it during this class, but I've definitely given it the, the, the muscle, uh, the, you know, of a person. This is true. You know, if somebody has to go to a, a woman has to go to a chasana, to a wedding, and uh, she doesn't have a gown, and she doesn't have jewelry, she doesn't really have it, and she has somebody who knows one of the, the royal family, and she gets, for this chasana, a royal gown and jewelry, and she wears it. Now she goes to this chasana, she goes to this wedding, she's looking at Imagine she would feel, look at me, look at them. Look how beautiful I am. Look how royal I am. Look how great I am. Look how amazing I am. It's a bar, jewelry and bar code. What are you, brat? You know, it's not, God, it's the princess gives you, God gives it to you. You know, the, the Jewish brains is a gift from God. IQ, you know, uh, I know it's not PC to say, uh, but it's true. Uh, and the studies really show it, is that Ashkenazi Jews have a disproportionate IQ. On, on whole, plenty of dumb Jews. Uh, but on the whole, Ashkenazi Jews, and Sephardic Jews are also pretty high, but Ashkenazi happens to be high for whatever reason. Uh, ha, uh, and, you know, Harvard had more than one study showing exactly exactly that, right? Do we do anything for this brain power? No, we were born with it. God gave it to us. It's used clothes. Good business skills. You know, there's a business acumen. Um... Jews are good. They're good wheelers and dealers. There's a good sense. Right, that's a gift from Hashem. Right, that's a, you know, that's a gift from a Kaddish bar, gift from a, from a Kaddish baruchu. If um, the, the you know we talk about the United States giving Israel completely against you know as as much as you can explain it, I've you know I've had this I've got him asked like why do you think America supports Israel? Like why do you, you know. It's not. It was irrational then. It was irrational when Israel was formed. I mean, there's a, I mean, everyone knows the stories of how Truman ended up backing the state and his original Jewish partner and the different pressures. But it was it's, it, who set that up? Who made Truman have a, a, in St. Louis decades earlier a, a Jewish partner? You know, or Truman had this biblical idea of himself, or Lord Balfour? Like who made those people in power uh, at that time? And, and, and again, Churchill. Um, you know, uh, I, 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 Churchill was the greatest 20th century. I mean, really, if you ask me, I don't think I can't think of anyone who did more for the the Western world than Churchill in the 20th century for various reasons. Uh, certainly saved the world from the Nazis, uh, but and you may not touch obviously the Hashem. Uh, and Churchill loses in 1945. It's like this craziest thing in the world. Man saved England. You know, it was 80 years last week from the darkest hour where Churchill comes into power with the Germans having completely destroyed the French, annihilated the French in record time. The whole contrast of, the, of that war changes. And the Germans basically offer England, you know, you, you become our subordinate or we're going to destroy you. Uh, and they send the whole German air force at England in the summer of 1940. And basically, Churchill has to make a decision whether to surrender, essentially, and, and take secondary status to German, pay reparations, that's was part of the, the deal, uh, and let England survive, or, or go to war. And he, he rallied everyone. He saved Stalin. He got, he got Rosa. I mean, he, the man, he saved England. And like, a few months later, they booed him out of office. Like, the, in the biggest ingratitude. I can't think of a greater ingratitude of a country you know, it's it's so colossal. And of course, there's all kinds of reasons because Chamberlain had been a conservative, but it's Hashem. Why did Churchill have to go? Because if Churchill would have been in power, there would never be a Jewish state. Never would be. 
it was only because Bevan and these bums from labor who were, unfortunately, you know, it goes both ways, but the left in England for decades as a whole has been much more anti-Semitic, uh, and certainly today it is. And the Labour Party of England basically forced the, the Jews and that they're never going to have freedom. And that even, if we had Begin, that pushed even the Tzahal to be, you know, uh, to, to come against England and force the issue, right? Oh, who created these realities? It's, it's all Hashem. And so for us to walk or rock around, oh, I'm smart, I'm strong, I have a great air force. Yeah, Israel has a great air force. You know, in 1967, they were completely dependent on the French. And, not, and today, they're completely dependent on America. And then in 1973, also they're dependent on America. And that's actually a reminder. It's not America, it's Hashem. It's a realignment. And the biggest curse would be if we fool ourselves that walk around with Hashem's clothes in this world, Hashem's intelligence, Hashem's bracha that, that Kalai saw has good friends and good places in America for the time being. Uh, that, that, that demographic could change and, and you couldn't even envision it in our day if we don't do the right things. But who created the situation? It's Hashem. We walk around. We did it. We did it. No, we didn't do it. Not, and that was the 73 words. It was a gift, by the way. It would be, do you know what would happen if Israel would just say we did it, we figured about Hashem? Do you know what would happen Shalom, to the Ruchnius of spirituality Forgetting about Avakarish Barco completely, living in a world like when I go to San Francisco or, or New York City, most of these liberal beacons of, you know, I, if I go to a conservative place and I see a hill, you know, they believe in God, you know, like some of every conspiracy theory in the world they believe, a little silly, but at least there's a divinity in their lives. There's some form of God, you know, some, you know, they, 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 there's a God you're trying to see a people, person never thinking anything about. Metaphysical, divine. Like, how do you? How kind of? What a tragedy! You imagine a kid in a house, never seeing its parents, never talking, never thinking where they come from, why they're here, what's the purpose? Nothing. Gone. It's nothing. Um, and it's a, the Yom Kippur War, the way it started and the way it ended, and how we were saved is all there to teach us that we're completely at Hashem's mercy. All of us, everyone on this call, anyone who ever hear this share, it, it should never be a day in our, in our lives, never be an aspect of our lives where we feel we have anything guaranteed and we do not need Hashem. To breathe the next breath we're going to breathe, to, that our brain should work, that our eyes should see, that our ears should hear, that our heart should beat. We need tremendous rachmet shamayim. And, we need to, and, and it's a gift to think about Hashem. It's a gift to have that awareness and that appreciation, and then, then you can love and, and fear Hashem then. Now, this gets a little bit more beneficial. It's actually an amazing Pasuk. Pasuk says, Now, there's a special reality King Solomon brings down by kings and leaders. Because whoever is the king, whoever is the leader, now we're obligated to pick the best president, if we can vote or support the best leaders, but they're deciding hundreds of millions of people's lives, right? Hundreds of millions of people, do you, and millions of Jews very often, like let's say in America. Do you think Hashem is going to be completely, that from now on, the future Claudia Yisrael is in the hands of Donald Trump, of, of Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, George Bush, they're going to decide 
consequences. No, it's not happening that way. They, they're not going to... Now, again, if we choose certain leaders, we're going to be stuck with the goods and the bads or whatever that's going to be. But they're not... Anything that doesn't fit in the divine plan cannot happen. Therefore, it's Paul It's a special thing. Usually, free will is from the greatest uh, principles of this world. And in general, to take away free will uh, is, is, is against a general will of nature. But built in, built in, from the beginning of time, is Paul Gemayim Leib Melech Be'ashem. Is that a king? Is Paul Gemayim Be'ashem? The whole problem story that Yachashverish, who is an anti-Semite, who, the whole Megillah starts with him taking out the, the vessels of the base of Megiddosh, partying in the base of that are never going to be rebuilt, right? Having orgies, make, you know, all kinds of stuff over there, trade for wine, trying to get the Jews to sin. Right? This is the man who, well, not only his son will let the Jews go back, but ultimately puts Mordecai in charge of the, of the viceroy of the country. Like, completely against the, the, the whole reality. If he wasn't Hitler, he was Stalin, okay? All of a sudden, not does he just pick any Jew. He and Mordecai, one of the, one of the Sanhedrin, one of the Antichrists of Gedeila, is the number two. He picks, you know, the Chavetz Chaim to be his number two. Uh, Stalin, right, puts the Chavetz Chaim. Hitler puts the Chavetz Chaim. Do you know what that is? That Achashverosh puts Mordechai as a number two, puts out his scepter? It's because it's pogging out Mount Lai. Achashverosh is not supposed to kill the Jews. And so, whatever, even even him, right? I mentioned Nixon and Kissinger. Nixon, Nixon was an anti Semite. I happen to think he, on a foreign policy, he's probably the best president this country ever had. He may have been a, a corrupt, whatever. He was a Largely because of his staff, he, said, he did, and he, for those who live in 1972, he destroyed the Democrats uh, in 1972. No, he was, but he was, he was no lover of the Jews. We have records of that. And Kissinger was an intermarried, off the derech kid who, who, if you ever read the Prime Ministers, who, who, who Avner, uh, and that, that whole thing, he was a very insecure, conflicted Jew. And these two people are going to end up. Sending Israel all these kind of weapons and saying them in 1973. It's like, these people? You know, of anybody, they're the ones who are going to do this? It's probably not Hashem. If, if, if the Jews are supposed to say that even the, war, the biggest people you would never imagine would do it. I mean, in 1948, Stalin himself, who, who a few years ago would try to mass murder Jews, and the doctor's plot would vote for the state of Israel. And again, it's, it's Paul Gay love. This idea of Paul Gay mind. It's like water. Like, like, like. I think it's like drops of water, streams, streams of water, probably. Like streams of water is the heart of a king in the hand of Hashem, wherever he wishes, he so desires it. Here's the art scroll. Because a king's choices affect so many people, God may intervene to direct them, as a farmer might direct the flow of a stream to irrigate his fields. Okay? Right? So this is the concept. Um, and, we, and here we, we saw the same word. Right? That, um, that's what the Jewish phrase is. The hearts of kings and princes are in the, are in the hand of God. Rabbeinu Yoyna says in, in Mishnah, in Proverbs, Because many people are, are you know, at, at the hands of a king. He can make those who live and, kill and die. Lahara uh, for the good and the bad. He will do. A king will only be at the gezeres of Hashem. And by the way, 
<laughs> what did Mordechai do? Now, of course, he sends an Esther to, to go into Achashverosh. But the main salvation, and Esther would fast, of course, the main salvation of Purim was Tshuva. <laughs> because what will be with Achashverosh will be up to Hashem. Yeah, how, what, how, how, what we'll do, right? What we'll do will ultimately affect it. Because Achashverosh are all these, they're just Shluchim Shal Hashem. Hey, one second, the Ikin, Ikin. Now, there are plenty of Roman, Babylonian, Persian kings that were, got assassinated and killed and died. And Achashverosh was heavy, could have had a heart attack. Oh, one second, Ikin disappeared. One second, Hashem could change his heart. And therefore, Mordechai's main thing, if you look at all the Gemaras and the Chazals, there was fasting, was tshuva, getting the kids, davening, yeshivas, learning. All of it. That's, that, that is the, res- the, the, uh, the ultimate response because it's not Achashverosh. And it's not Hitler, it's not Stalin, it's, it's going to be uh, Akash Now again, he still said Esther, we have to, we have to I think I started in the pre, pre-game show over here, before we, we went on tape about the political situation, you have to be politically savvy, you can't be a kamikaze, um, they do our part, but it's, if we call and give public comments or we do successful, that's not us, it's just a shtadlis, it's Hashem, it's all Hashem, uh, so Shomer Shem is libo shlo yitirak like asas gzir Hashem isparach alkin. It's proper that our hearts should be to fear Hashem and not the wrath of the king. Hashem yivakesh rachamim ve'elav yitzapa v'yaseinam. He amata leiv hamelech lekasher yachbot. He'll turn the king. Kasher yita adam palgimam. Just like a farmer will change uh, uh, the the stream, so too the, the king has a note over here. The Malbim, I just said what I said earlier, the, the Malbim, the Mayor Leibush Malbim, who was the, one of the greatest 19th century sages, who was the Ralph of Bucharest, uh, Romania, and, he was, uh, and one of the great, really one of the greatest sages of the 19th century. Uh, he, he says, Leva that, that, that the decisions of kings and leaders are against the general principle of Bechir. They still have free will, right? If you elect a bum, whoever that bum may be. Uh, then you, you, you do that, or the bum comes into, for most of our history in Gullahs, we did not have a choice uh, who were our leaders. We had a choice where to live within a slight, with, to a slight extent. Usually we didn't have such so many options, or we could very hard to travel. But we didn't pick our leaders. But if we pick our leader, we pick our leader. But it's still, any leader doesn't have true Bechira, uh, doesn't have true fear, because they can't, you know, people always say, oh, we'll go ahead and push the button, you know, start World War Three. Um, and there is an element of truth to that, but it's mostly false, right? Hashem is not going to let the world get destroyed uh, because you have an impulsive or senile or dangerous or whatever it may be person or or just, you know, when I was younger, my, my, my daughter uh, is reading in school a book called Fahrenheit 4051, I think it's 4051, right? I read that book when I was in sixth grade, when I was in sixth grade, but also... I was in sixth grade, I read Catch-22. I read Catch-22, right? You know, the old Cold War books, these planes go, the bombers go, the wrong thing, they're going to bomb Moscow, they're going to bomb New York. Catch-22, that can never happen. It's not like those mistakes aren't going to happen because this is, it has to be Eratzin Hashem. Nesirat uh, And he says, the President of the United States that helped us so much he 
He says, really should have helped us. He says, this is, he wrote, this is a speech in 1973. He says, right now, the courts are trying to get him out, to, to impeach him. Really should be focusing on his own office. Really, he's sitting there shipping all kinds of weapons uh, to Israel. And not only that, and we know what happens in the 1973 war, everyone knows what happens next, it started the Arab boycott. The, the uh, oil embargo, the oil embargo comes and, and America will pay a price at the pumps, right? And actually, because of the 73 war, because they bailed out in Israel, right? All kinds of oil embargoes happen in, in, in America, which today cannot happen geopolitically because we have oil independence and other stuff, and there's, the world has changed, and they, they fight amongst themselves, Baruch Hashem. But then they, they really, they affected the economy of America. Black oil, affected the oil supply. Didn't make sense for 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 Nixon and all these folks to do this. He literally sent tons and tons and tons of supplies, weapons, tanks, planes. You name it, as the war is going, you know, war is going, the worst part for us, when they were literally out of weapons, but everything comes from Hashem. Hashem is the, pulls all the strings, right? Hashem pulls all the strings. Hashem puts those people in power at those times who could possibly do it. It's not, that, it's not the right person at the right time. Hashem puts that person there at that time for this to happen. Uh, all of the Chains of connections. Makes it different things. We have nothing to rely on. Only Hashem there. Could you imagine? We're gonna pick up tomorrow. Could you imagine this war, Yom Kippur war? Hashem did uh, to to wake us. And again, we saw this. We don't know the all the reasons or the old, but. It's clear, you know, clearly the, the, the cause and response to wake us up, right? This COVID, uh, you know, I, I, because of this class especially, but just the generality, I, I, I am more and more conscious that, you know, what we all need to work on for everything we're going to be doing is to remind, remind ourselves that everything comes from Hashem. We have to put our faith in Hashem, not in any kink. Not any president, uh, whether you like the current president or you don't like it, and you imagine that some, whatever person, <laughs> unworthy person, I, what do you think, I don't think, I, I don't think, I don't hopefully, you know, he's so worthy, that candidate may think he's better, but he's not so worthy. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, you gotta be crazy. You put your faith in these people, your faith, you put your faith in the vaccine. Do you know the chance of right now getting a vaccine next few months? I honestly, you know, I pray for a vaccine, but I, at some level, I feel like people just putting their faith in in science. Like, there's no guarantee. I mean, just today, that this they call the bat lady, this Chinese scientist, said this is nothing. There could be even worse. You know, like you know, you put your faith in people, put our faith in Hashem. It, it really, you know, more than anything else, this should transform us. We need to be talking now, but should transform us to where we're supposed to live in even the best of times. Right, you know, bitachon, chisai. This is the bread and butter of Yiddishkeit. And I mentioned a while back when you learn Tehillim, or you say Tehillim, it, it strengthens it. You read Tehillim. Everything we've said, t- times 
many millions, because David Melech was the ultimate Baal B'tochon, uh, is there. It's that, that's the essence, that's the, the kishkas of a Jew, the heart of a Jew. So, you know, again, we should live vicariously from the Yom Kippur War, but we, we, we're living that way today. And uh, there's a tremendous opportunity in our day in and day out to really realign ourselves who really runs everything in the world, and more specifically, how everything in our own life was, is, and will be decided. And we have that. We know how Kaj Baruch was Mali Chesed, and he runs everything in the world. We could put not only a but And if we go, if we have that, we will not only be as Hashem, be materially and spiritually successful today and tomorrow during this, this challenging and dangerous period, but for the rest of our lives. And as I mentioned a few weeks ago, even in the world of truth, even in the ultimate world, even in Ulam our essence will be one of trust and faith. We'll hold here tonight. And we will pick up uh, tomorrow night. I, for some reason, it does not let me unmute you anymore. But uh, you can unmute yourselves. And wish